finally, I, um, you know, I was apprehensive, um, a bit scared because I was, yeah. you know, shy and, um, you know, I really didn't want to get into boxing. But, yeah. I, you know, you know, my old man said, yeah, go along and have a try. So, mate, I went along there and from there I just fell in love with the sport, you know. Yeah, wow. Jeez, eh? Okay. Yeah. Um, please tell us about your amateur career. Who trained you? How many um, fights you ended up having? Yeah, yeah look, right. I was... Uh, Mate, I had about 97 amateur. Yeah, all wow. Up, um, wow. 82. Now, look, uh, I lost uh, probably 15 of those, you know, yeah. um, really early. I had a lot of early losses, but mm-hmm. um, from those early losses, I was that's where I learned my, um, you know, how to fight. And, you know, I learned more from my losses than my wins, you know. Mm-hmm. And I got I to the that. stage where by the time I was 15 or 16, um, I was really on a good run. And mm-hmm. I was trained by... John Williams, uh, mm-hmm. my first coach, and um, as I progressed, um, uh, and I followed by the name of Robbie Duncan, mm-hmm. um, and um, he trained me, and so they, they were really, really um, prominent in my boxing career. Okay, any noted names you fought, you fought in the amateurs? You would have won numerous New South Wales titles and the odd Aussie title, did you? Yeah, um, Paul, look, I, I fought uh, basically every every title that was out there to win, you know. Um, I really enjoyed the sport, and um I um, I fought uh, I had like six Queensland titles, four uh, three three um, mm-hmm. amateur Australian titles, and I fought uh, in my first international meet in 1983, and I fought Mildred Taylor. Wow! Um, you fought Mildred now, Taylor. Now Mildred Taylor beat me, and then I got the bronze medal. And um, next year he dropped, uh, and I fought him at light Walter, and he dropped back to the featherweight division in mm-hmm. 1984 Olympics, and he won the gold medal, and he went on to Wow, you too. Great established career, yeah, in the pro ranks. GC, I didn't Mm. know that. You fought Mildred Taylor, eh? Wow. Yes, yes. Oh, wow. Look, and, um, wow, it it was real daunting. It was a big experience for me because it's been my first international experience. I fought him in Puerto Rico. I fought a guy, um, last, a guy from Sweden, and, and I beat him on points, and then I went into the, um, into the bronze medal stage where I fought mm-hmm. Meldrick and he beat me. First time I've ever been stopped. I got stopped, I oh, think, good. in the second round. Um, oh, and then good. he went on to, he fought a guy by the name of um, uh, Angelo um, Espinosa, who was mm-hmm. a triple world champion yeah. at that time, you know. And, uh, he was from Cuba. Okay. So, well, some really good fights there. Yeah, it really sounds like it, because whenever, you know, when I was fighting amateur through the 80s and the 90s, whenever that uh, tango name popped up, mate, and it popped up a lot, I'd think, wow, geez, them. <laughs> no, honestly, mate, I'm, I'm you're bringing back memories. I thought, wow, them, them tango brothers can fight. That's all. I, I've never met you, and, um, well, I don't think I have, and uh, I just always thought, geez, them tango brothers can fight. And wasn't oh, right, thanks wasn't very right, much. Wasn't that's I pretty, right? Mate, any... any 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 other big names you fought in the amateurs? There's got to be a few there, Dale. Oh look, I fought um, uh, Shane Knox. Shane really Knox, good all tough fought fighter. him three times. Did you? And what I, was the score? I beat, beat me once. Um, yeah. Really good fight, you know. And I think um, also Renata Cornett, Lester Ellis. Um, wow. I fought basically the who's who of, yeah. of of Australia boxing back in the day, you know. So wow. look, um, I really enjoyed the sport. I really loved fighting and all that. Then I got to a stage where I was able to. You know, boxing gave me the opportunity to travel and to places I've never seen. I mm-hmm. meet some really good people. It's a great sport. It sure is. You meet a lot of friends, and in years to come, you you've, you've you got that mutual respect for each other when you've punched on with someone for so many rounds. 
Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's really good. Okay, with 92 amateur fights, you thought, geez, it's time I better turn pro and turn professional. You did in 1984, you turned pro. You won by KO against Ronald Dew at Festival Hall, Brisbane. What's your memories of that fight, your very first pro, 84? Yeah. Uh, Look, I come and I fought uh, Ronald, like I decided to turn pro because I I, I missed out in the 19... uh, getting selection to go to the 84 Olympics. So Did I decided yeah. that, look, I'll turn pro mm-hmm. straight away. So in March of 84, I turned pro, and I decided to fight Ronald Do Now, Ronald, I think, had about uh, 22 fights yeah. under his belt, I think. Yeah. And it was my very first fight, and I won by KO. But, you know, Paul, um, just looking back now, it, w- it was good to, for me to win in the way, but I think I give advice there all young kids out there, uh, boxers especially, that yeah. um, I just went in there too quickly, you know what I mean? I, <laughs> you got you know, the job done. You win, you <laughs> can't go backwards, you know? So yeah. every time after that, I had to fight basically someone better. You know? Yeah, yeah, uh, I like that. Well, Ronald Dew was 15-4-4 four and four when you fought him in your pro debut. Yeah. You've knocked yeah, him in the yeah. second round. That's unbelievable. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And, but, uh, you know, look... Um, Ronald, all my opponents, I'm really good friends with them to this day. You know, I'm, I'm really, really mm-hmm. happy that, um, you know, it's, it's a great sport, boxing. And, um, you know, we get in there, we do our sport. You know, we're friends before, friends after, but during the fight, you know, we do our business. Um, yeah. Exactly. Your very next fight, not even a month later, you took on Musa Sion once again at Festival Hall, Brisbane. You won on points over 10 rounds. What's your recollections of that fight? Geez, you love the 10 well, rounds yeah. earlier on, don't you? Yes, yes. You know, look, uh, I jumped straight into the 10-rounder. Like, You're um, a beast, mate. I was, I was um, very confident because uh, the fact that I, I looked after myself, um, I had good, um, um, a good family support around me, and I yeah. always trained hard and kept myself fit. So mm-hmm. um, when the opportunity came out for me to, to fight Ronald, I just said, yes, okay, yeah. you know. And, uh, <laughs> True fighter. I I, yeah, I, I, sorry, not Ronald, do... Um, Mr. Sioni. Mr. Sioni, yeah. Well, he was uh, he was 8-1, 8-1-0 when you fought him. Yes, yes. Mate, you would so. have been scaring him off straight away, Dale. <laughs> well, you know, like I said, Paul, um, uh, I it was good to win early in the thing, but you know what? As a professional is a whole different ball game. You know, it's, sure a, it's a business, and um, you have to learn to trade properly. There's no shortcuts in this sport. Um, no and I think I just jumped in there too early. Um, and, I, and I just set a, a pretty high standard for myself. And I, at that time, I was still learning the sport. So um, I I was fighting people going up the ladder and mm. who were very experienced. But I was winning. But uh, three times in the fights, during my fights, I was getting just tagged a bit, which chipped away at my confidence, mm-hmm. you know. Um, okay. You know, even though I was winning. Okay, it's very rare to see a fighter go straight in the 10 rounds in their second and third bouts. What, what was that, mate? You just... You train, you just you're a fighter. You just want to. Tra- tra- what? Why ten rounders? It's unheard of these days. Fighters going yeah. training the ten rounders. Why was well, this? Well, that's why I think Paul that you've got to have good people behind you, people that are experienced in the yeah. sport that'll be able to guide you um, and tell you, you know, this, you know, you need to just like everything in the sport. You need to uh, learn learn the trade properly, learn the sport of boxing because you know um, it, it's. Uh, a sport that's no shortcut. You have to mm-hmm. learn it properly, you know. And um, I sort of went in there too quickly. Um, and from there, I couldn't sort of um, go backwards. I had to go forward. So, you oh, know, okay. the only way is up. And, yeah, very, very tough. 
situation to be in. You must have been very fit because your third fight, as we said once again, you did another 10-rounder at Festival Hall, Brisbane. You beat Gary Williams by a split decision. What's your recollections yeah. of your second 10-rounder? Yeah. Uh, Gary Williams was a very good fighter. He was a southpaw. Um, mm-hmm. And I think he, he won the Commonwealth title, I think, in the featherweight division. Yeah, right. uh, very experienced boxer and taught me, sure taught me a lot about the fight. You know, um, I... Uh, you know, I learned a lot from the fight because he's a very technical fighter, very smart fighter. So, um, you know, from that fight, I was able to, to to learn a lot and to be able to progress up the ladder, you know. But, um, you, you know, it was a big learning curve for me, a big you, learning curve. You were going up the ladder quickly because Gary Williams was 36-0. 30 wins, 30 unbelievable. He's 36 fights when you fought him. Yes, yes. Geez, so, I wish a lot of young fighters would look at your record, records like yours. Um, it's astonishing to see the the, the, the um, you know, the experience you give away first up. A lot of guys these days won't won't even fight anybody. <laughs> it's had one fight, and I say know, that I, because I, I, I'm a um, matchmaker. And uh, they, if you want to be a fighter, get in there and bloody fight. Who you're told to fight? Yeah, yeah. No, look, um, I just got to the stage sometimes where every fight was a comeback for me. So. Um, yeah. You know, like, I just wanted to get in there, fight, but that's why you got to have good people behind you, to, you know, guiding you and getting you the, the right fight, you know, the right fight to get to you to where you want to be. So you know? took, so sorry, so you took every fight like it was a comeback fight because you kept yourself busy. You were fighting nearly every month in 84 in your first round, first, first year. Is that what you said? You were, you were fighting like it was a comeback? Yes. And yeah, you know, okay. for, I, like I, I just think the, the fact that... Um, you know, dismissing out on the 84 Olympics, that was, what you know, when I look back now, I, I wish I should have gone to the 84 Olympics if I had the chance, you know. Um, probably turned pro, pro. Um, you know, because I was disappointed. I never got selection. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that I was a lightweight growing into a light water. So I won the lightweight title against Roger Moore in 83, mm-hmm. but I was a growing lad then. And um, yeah. so I, I missed, I had to go to light water where I tried to challenge, I think, Wolf Jensen, who was the light mm-hmm. welterweight champion. But what a great the time frame... Trying to get selection into the Olympics, mm-hmm. oh, you know, it was just too, too late. So that's when I decided to turn pro. Yeah, and you made the right, you made the right move. You were flying. You won your next five bouts by TKO, all at Festival Hall, Brisbane, and once again you beat Gary Williams. He was a yes. TKO in round two. You must have been a hard puncher, Dale. Where, where did you, you possess did. such punching power? I want to know that. Oh, you know what? I, um, I think it's just through my fitness and all that. I was basically. Um, very, very fit. I kept myself fit to it all. And, by, you know, just watching um, fights of Sugar Ray Leonard and just mm-hmm. being able to um, try to be a role, you know, take him as a role model. Role model. So, and I just loved his fighting style, you know, and um, his his aggressiveness, his competitiveness and his will to win, you know. Yeah. And I tried to take, take on those characteristics as I went along, which yeah. kept me motivated and, you know, just kept me alert in... And especially in boxing, um, yeah, great, great sport, great sport. It sure is, mate. Okay, this uh, interview is getting better and better. Your career is getting better and better. In your seventh out, you beat Pat Leglis by TKO in four. You gave Pat his first defeat in twenty-four bouts. That must yep. have been a great victory. Look, it was because you know what? Um, wow, he's. He showed me what um, experience was all about. Um, yeah. I wasn't really worried about how many fights he had, but he tagged me in the first round. I was I was pretty hurt, you know. For, yeah. And um, to be able to come back against that, uh, it, it took 
great courage and all that, but I, I was pretty dazed at that stage. He was very experienced, and I was, you know, but I was able to overcome that and score. I think it was a, a third or fourth round TKO yeah. over him. I was overawed. I first laid eyes on Pat Leglis at Belmore PCYC when I started yep. training there in 84. Charlie Gherkin was putting him through punches at uh-huh. Belmore PCYC back in 84. That's when I first laid eyes on Pat Leglis. Yes, I yep. asked me trainer, I said, who's a bloke with the big left hook? He said, that's Pat Leglis. <laughs> yeah, very, wow. very crisp puncher, very, yeah. a very good puncher. Um, he sure yeah, was. Very smart, very smart fighter. And another... another thing I'm curious about. Name some of your sparring partners during your professional boxing career. Look, as, as I was, um, you know, preparing for my fights against all these um, up, uh, great boxers, I was fight, I was sparring, um, you know, Brian Jensen. Uh, he's, Ronald been on, he's been on the show, Brian. Yes, yes. Oh. Um, Ronald Do and my brother, Ennio Tango. Um, you know, we, we basically supported each other. So I said, yeah, he was a great training parking for me because we supported each other mm. in our long runs and just going through hours and hours of drills to just yeah. learning techniques and all that but um you know having good um people and uh sparring at um jimmy young's gym where he had yeah. a good good yeah. posse of fighters there you know so okay. you know we all helped each other out you know you you brought two guys up there i spoke to last night now jimmy young i spoke to him last night thanks to john macca mcdougall i got his number jimmy young said you're as tough as they come. You've always had trouble making lightweight, but you got through it anyway. Yes, well, Paul, and you know, um, as I sort of look back on the career, I think um, you know I got to the stage where I was still growing, but because um, lightweight was so highly rated, um, I, I believe that moving up in weight, I had to basically start all over again. So I didn't want to lose my high ranking. Um, now, so I, I basically had two battles: one in the ring mm-hmm. and one on the scales. You know. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's very, it was a tough position to be in, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as I look back now, I should have gone up. I was fighting in a, a weight division that I was always, you know, trained yeah. by the time I got to the ring, you know. And back in those days, um, you know, we we fought eight hours later after we weighed in. Yeah. Where today, yeah. you had, you, you know, you got 24 hours yeah. to recover <laughs> in the fight. So yeah. you, you know, by the time you get in the ring, you might be a lightweight. The next night, you could be a welterweight or, yeah. or, or big. So, you know, we didn't. We were disadvantaged in mm. that way back in that day because we had to fight eight hours later. You know, mm, yeah, so you sure did. I'm glad that the, um, you know, the rules have changed for the better because yeah. it's making the sport a lot more safer for our <coughs> our boxers. It sure is. Now you brought up your your brother Ernie. This is what Ernie said. Yeah. Now I got this off the um, off the internet. This is what your brother Ernie said of you, Dale. My brother Dale was one of my biggest inspirations. <laughs> Dale had a rare ability to shift styles. He was a very smart fighter and a brilliant switch hitter. He was a big puncher who, who could use both hands with the same amount of power, and he was very technical. It made him even more dangerous in the ring because all of a sudden he would shift styles and change the angle. That's what your bro said of you, mate. Wow. And you know what? Um, I think um, Ernie was the switch hitter, mate. He was the southpaw. I was basically the orthodox fighter. Yeah. Ernie was the one that could um, switch... And do all that stuff. But he was a very, very smart fighter. And, um, you know, we had some really, really good spars. But I, I learned a lot from him mm-hmm. as much as, you know, he helped me out throughout my career. What's my chances of getting Ernie on next week? Because that's a given. Yeah, look, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm up in Townsville right now. But Where I'll be it? going back very soon. So I'm pretty sure we'll be able to, you know, if that's the case, an opportunity for you to speak yeah. to him. I'm pretty sure to. we can set that up, mate. I'd love That'd to. Um, is he as good as talker as you, mate? Because if he is... 
He's still oh, I'll tell you what, he can fight, but you, you know, when you can, um, you know, when actions um, speak louder than words, you might, that's all you need to have. Eh? Exactly. You can talk, I like that. Okay, let's get back into this interview. Uh, after Pat McLeish, you just kept winning and winning by TKA, split decisions, and by your 11th bout, you won the Queensland super lightweight title over Musa Sion. Is it true that both Musa's eyes were closed? And what's your recollections yeah. of that night? Look, um, uh, it was a great fight at Festival Hall, and um, you know, by the end of the fight, I, like both his eyes were closed. But I sort of learned from my first fight against him, you know. So I think every time I had a rematch with someone, I learned a lot about their styles, and then you know how to how to improve on that. So you know, every time I fought someone again, I was able to, you know, my my performances were a lot better. So, but Musa gave me a tough fight, but uh, you know, I was able to come away with a good win. Beautiful. That would have been, it sounded like a tough fight, mate. After you won the Queensland Championship, you went on and beat some good boys. Jong Jong Packing, is say that right? Pak Ewing? Jong Packing. That's right. No, he was from the Philippines. Yeah. He was from the Philippines. They're always tough. Them Filipinos, they can knock you out from the canvas, can't they, them, them guys? Yeah. Sure uh, can, you also beat Porky good. Brooks, who had who had only the one loss at the time. What's your reckons, recollections of the Porky Brook fight? And before you tell me, I spoke to Porky last night. I've, uh, I've had him on the show and he said it was a absolute bloody slugfest, he said, the fight he had with you. Oh, thank you. Look, um, honestly, would you please say hello to Graham, mate? God bless he, him. He's, he's listening. Mate, he's tuning in. He's got to be. He, he said he would. Oh, wow. So he's, you awesome. can say um, hello to him now, buddy. Oh, Graham, Graham, mate, um, Mate, you're a great person, mate. You know, not only in the boxing, but outside. But you're a better man outside the ring, mate. I'm really, look, you know, we fought fought for the lightweight title back in the day. And, um, you know, uh, you know the old saying, you're, you're friends before and friends after. But during the fight, man, we went out there and gave it our best, you know. Um, and, you know, no, I'm so great. really I'm really happy that I can sit here and talk to you and all that. But that you're a, a, a credit to the sport of boxing. He sure is. And what a, yep. and what a bloody champion he is, too. Okay, oh, wow. he, he's listening in. Okay, your next bout, you beat Sam Johnson, Juan Carlos Alvarez, Danny Vargas, and, and Nika Kamula. Uh, just turn the page. You suffered your first defeat. Dale, what happened, mate, in Bangkok? You were stopped in six rounds for a scheduled 12 yeah. rounder against Sackett Patchby for the ABF lightweight title. What happened that yeah. night? I asked Alskin that. What happened? <laughs> mate, uh, I fought him in, um, over in Bangkok, and it was yeah. the main event. Oh wow! Um, you know, going in, into uh, Asian country, uh, you know, oh, I had trouble. Um, I had to try to bring my own food over there and eat because the water and also the water. So um, I sort of had to get used to all that conditions too as well. Yeah. Um, leading up to and at that stage, like I was having trouble making lightweight um, yeah. all that's, the time. So you that's know, what it, Jimmy it was Young was telling me last night on the phone. Yeah. Very drained by the time I got in the ring, but I tried my best against him, but he was just too strong. Yeah. And, um, you know, he, he was a, a world champion kickboxer too, and I think he was dropped he? back to, um, I think, the super featherweight division, and he mm -hmm. fought uh, Wilfredo Gomez for the world title, even, yeah. even though he lost, he put yeah. up a good performance. So, yeah. Well, I can feel the memories flooding back to your mind, uh, Dale, as we speak. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> back. It, mate, I can feel it, mate. That's why I love interviewing you guys. I can feel your, your, your memories coming back. Okay, your first bout back in 1987, you were defending yep. your Australian lightweight title against an Aussie boxing legend, Lester Ellis. You yep, lost yep. by KO in round six. What, what happened that night, buddy? 
Well, you know, look, I was coming up uh, uh, of a two-year layoff or something. And was, I that a two, was that a two-year layoff? Jeez, I didn't know. Yeah, and look, I just jumped straight in. Like, I wanted a warm-up fight uh, before I fought Leicester because I knew, look, he was a good... I fought him once in the amateurs before I turned... Uh, in 82, and I, I, I beat him then. But then, um, he, then he took my title off me. But, man, you know, look, I knew that he it was going to be a tough fight. I needed mm-hmm. a warm-up fight uh, before I fought him. And I... I and basically, I didn't get that. So I was really a bit, a bit upset. Um, a lot of things going through your mind. Whether I was a bit unsure going into the fight because of my preparation yeah. and the fact that I had a long layoff. And and you know that's not making any excuses for Lester because his record speaks for itself. You mm-hmm. know he's a five-time world champion, um, basically a legend of Australian boxing. You know, but um, I believe that if things were a little bit different. Um, you know, but that's all about preparation, mate. It you, is, know, isn't you can't it? change it is. the past. You know, you can't change your price. It is what it is, you know. It, it is. You, you said that. Jimmy Young also said you were in the shower trying to lose some more grams before that weigh-in. Yes, Ten yes. minutes before you weighed in. It's a, t- yep. it's a tough old sport, isn't it? You, you've won yep. the battle when you make the weight, haven't you, buddy? As soon as you <laughs> jump on them scales, that's half the battle done. Yes. Okay, like a true champion you are, you get you got back on the saddle and you won your next three bouts beating some really good boys. Your career was coming to an end by now and you've... And your very last bout against Kevin Kelly, you had a draw over ten. What's your recollections of the Kevin Kelly fight? Because he was he was only ten fights into his career then. That's right, and you know a very good fighter. As you can like he's gone. He went on to actually yeah. win the title, I think, and he won the Commonwealth title on his sixteenth fight against mm-hmm. Chris Pyatt, I think, mm-hmm. from England. But you know, um, going into that fight. Um, uh, I was I fought on the undercard of my brother Ernie. Ernie fought for the um, middleweight title against Craig Charles that night, and yeah, he won Craig. the middleweight. Yeah. So I was like uh, the main support to that. Um, mm-hmm. Now, even after that fight, you know, I, I had a good talk with Jimmy, and I said, "Listen, um, as as much as I love the sport, I just had to be honest with myself. I didn't have that hunger anymore to yeah. get up in the morning." you know, to do the hard work, to fight and all that. And, um, you know, uh, if the way I saw it back then is, look, Kevin Kelly was basically still learning his trade. Mm -hmm. Um, He was uh, 10 fights in his career. So I said to myself, I said to myself, if I can't, um, you know, have a, a, a victory against someone with only 10 fights, then I'm only kidding myself. I have to, you know, I'm not going to you know, stay. You just have to be honest. So that's the way I sort of look at things at that stage. But, you know, I had a good talk with um, family and friends. And I decided, you know, that was going to be my last fight, you know. Mm. Okay. I was 28, I think, at that time. So. Yeah, yeah, that's a good age to walk away from it. Well, the next question was, why did you retire? And was it hard to walk away from the sport? Were well, you pretty much into that now? Yes, yes. Um, you know, uh, uh, just looking back, you know, uh, I... Probably should have uh, gone down to gone down south or whatever. I'm not too sure. Gone overseas. I'm not sure. But at the end of the day, yeah. it is what it is. I've, I've been able to make as much success as I could with what I had, um, and and I and I tried my best. You know, that's all I could say. You know, um, you, you know, when you look back, if you know mm-hmm. that you tried your best, then you, you know you live no, you can you know, walk, no doubt. Then. You can walk away from it. Okay, who we're not done yet, buddy. Who would you say was your toughest opponent? Well, you know what? My toughest opponent, I believe, was Graham Brook. Graham Brook? The fact that, yes, Graham Brook. There yes. you go, Porky, if you're tuning in, and I'm sure you are. 
Yep. Uh, very, look, uh, such a, look, Graham was, was an idol. I remember having going down to Springvale in 1981 and having my first Australian title fight as a junior. And I saw him fight there. And I, I just sat down at ringside and watched him go around. I said, man, I, I want to be like that fighter yeah. one day. And look, um, four years later, I was fighting for the Australian title. But man, we it was a very, very tough fight. A very tough fight. Yeah, geez, eh? Okay, uh, what are you doing with yourself these days, Dale? Um, well, I work um, as a youth support worker at the Townsville Flexible Learning Centre, and um, it's a you. registered school, um, which, you know, it provides a place and an opportunity for young people to re-engage with um, learning and community, you know. And I also work as a, a crisis support worker, you know, just looking after young men um, who are bordering on homelessness um, and just giving them assistance with physical and emotional health and trying to get them back on their feet. So I enjoyed um, it. It was a great um, career move when I first moved up here mm-hmm. in, um, you know, four years ago in 2018. Um, you know, and you know, that's what life's about, you know, giving back. So I'm, I'm really, really happy with the role I'm in. That's great. Now, this next question, I love asking this question to blokes yep. like you to ex-fighters like you. What's your advice to any young person embarking on a boxing career? What's your advice, Dale? Well, I can say, you know, um, train hard, um, have goals, um, make sure that, you you know, have goals all the time and you have to reevaluate all the time. Um, Aim high, you know. um, Yeah. Because if you fall short, you'll still be right up there, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. And just be humble, be good to people and just, you know, boxing is a great sport, but it's also a sport that is dangerous to as well. So keep fit, train hard, and, um, you know, just there's an opportunity out there, you said, but, you know, set your goals high. I love that. Okay, that's great advice. Any thank yous or hellos you want to say before we go? And I'd just like to thank the, uh, the boxing community um, um, and, and just especially in Australia. Um, um, you know, the boxing game is really coming back in the sport. Uh, you know, sure just is. All the, all the boxing people out there, you know, all the people that have been involved in my career, um, my family, um, you know, thank you for everything, um, the support um, throughout the things. But, you know, without this, um, you know, foundation, you just can't go anywhere. So, you mm-hmm. know, I just thank you for all the people that have been involved in my career. Okay, Dale, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show, mate. I've never met you, and I hope we meet one day, my friend. Thanks, Paul. Thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to come on here and talk about my career. Thank you. And we are going to go out with your favourite song you requested, mate. There's no second prize. Thanks for coming on the show, mate. Thanks, Paul. Cheers. Bye for now.